0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on gotodobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by.
1: Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever, Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16.
0: It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Uh, Darren Pang, the uh, blues analyst on FS Midwest, joins us in the blues booth on 101 ESPN. Pang, thanks for taking some time. How are you doing?
1: No problem, guys. How are you doing this morning? You're chatting about, the, uh, about what Bill Daly and the proposed NHL are talking about, huh?
0: Yeah, and I... I I like the idea of going that direction. I, I I get how and why. And, hey, you work for one of the local teams and that's how the NHL gets the preponderance of their TV money. You work for one of those outlets. But at the same time, it seems like we're if we're going to start playing again, it'll be a little bit late to do everything.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it, origi- yeah, because we are getting later. But, you know, originally they did think of the team getting together anytime now with small group games and then we'd be We'd be working on a, you know, a regular season that began somewhere July twentieth, and then you finish off the regular season, and then you you jump back into it. But uh, I mean, I think the NHL has is, is exhausted. Uh, a lot of different options here. It's not like they're just throwing a couple of things at the uh, you know at the at the wall, hoping that something's going to stick. They're trying to follow a lot of other leagues. They're looking probably at what Spain's doing with soccer. They're looking at any reoccurrences. They don't want that happening. You know, the interesting thing that that, that I've been thinking about, and I've talked to a few players about this as well. You know, you know all the practice facilities, Randy, of of the NHL teams ha- have been dormant now for since March eleventh. Okay, all, all the players have been, you know, they've been self uh, quarantined since then as well. Everybody's taking care of themselves, and there's been, you know, there, there's nobody in these buildings. I, I just find it amazing that we can't find a way to get the players in their own building um, where everybody gets tested, and, and you know that it's been quarantined for that long. That the players can't get into their own buildings, even if it's five at a time right now, three at a time. Um, and, uh, and, and start off anyway, start using their own facility. And at the end of it, why, why they couldn't just all use their own facility, because that's probably the cleanest room or cleanest area that anybody would be dealing with right now. So I think there's still a lot of questions that they are throwing around.
2: Panger, if they're exhausting all these options and they're throwing around all these questions, as we sit here on May 13th, I mean, you mentioned everything's been on pause since March. The further we get away from that date, are you more confident that hockey will return considering they are throwing a bunch of things at the wall and they're trying to figure out a plan? Or because it's been so long and we're not really hearing anything definitive, are you trending more on the negative side of things that we might just have the season be a wash?
1: No, I'm not trending on the negative side, but... uh... You know, I, I can. I keep in touch with uh, several of the players, who, of course, they're with their union. I keep in touch with several general managers that see if they've got you know their thoughts on it as well. And uh, and it's kind of gone up and down. I mean, you know, last week the players were very you know they very convincing that that uh, uh, that they thought that they were going to get back there pretty soon and um, and get, you know, get, get, get this kind of going. Um, asked a couple of guys yesterday, they're like, I'm not so sure. I mean, we're preparing for it. You know, we're preparing, like we're going to be, you know, getting, getting out of there, getting on skates and getting going because they are kind of antsy. What are we doing? Are we going out? Are we not going out? Are we able to skate? Are we not able to skate? So there are, you know, there are, there's, I'm sure there's a little anxiety with the fellas, but in answer your question, I think on a weekly basis, I go one way and then I go the other way. So I'm going to stay with my original thought that they will work their darndest to make sure that this gets done. So if they're now, you know, really seem to be convincing and all the insiders and all the writers, uh, you know, seem to now have a lot more uh, conviction in talking about a 24-team scenario, well, then that's, that's to me, that's... Uh, Sounds to me like that's what they're going to do at this particular point then.
0: And one thing that they could do, and I don't know if this is a possibility, but we talk about protecting the, the regional sports networks that carry these games with an extra round of playoffs, maybe give the regional sports networks an extra round or two so that they can make up some of the ad revenue that they have not had over the course of the last couple of months.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a big, big hope, obviously. Um, you know, we've been... Our, us guys that are on the air, randy for for on the hockey side, and I'm sure on the baseball side as well. Um, you know, we've had a couple of conference calls with our with our guys led by Larry mago and and uh, and Gavin Bodell. and they you know they're they're just saying that um, you know we do have a lot of options that are open. With everything that's gone on um, with Covid nineteen and watching all the developments of the uh, national TV shows, uh, a lot of the news organizations, uh, even local shows, uh, that our group at Fox Sports Midwest feel like they're looking at some of the best stuff. They've ordered some of the best, you know, uh, um, stuff to to do what they're doing on TV now. So if it means that we're uh, doing games, uh, you know, in in a studio, uh, then they're they're prepared for that. If it means that John Kelly and I go out to whatever rink it is. And they're preparing for that. Um, if it means that Bernie Federko and Scott Warman are, are doing it in their basement, they're ready for that. So you, you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So er, everybody's talking. So I think the NHL has been very good with Fox Sports Midwest and the regional networks, and I think they've they've kept them in the loop. It sounds like the communication has been very good, and uh, and, and for that, you know, our group I know is is well prepared uh, to get us on the air. Uh, if that be the case, we're very, very hopeful, obviously, all, all of us uh, that aren't working right now from our, you know, technical st- staff to their guys on air to everybody. Uh, we're also dying to get back on the air to get back to work um, because that's been, you know, out of the equation now for a couple of months. And so we're also eager to get back at it.
2: Panger in the absence of live sports we've been revisiting the Blues run to the first Stanley Cup championship and we've been airing different games here on 101 ESPN and tomorrow night is the infamous hand pass game versus the Sharks and you have been there for many a Blues game laced with Blues heartbreak okay before the Blues won the Cup you know just as well as anybody that Blues fans were preconditioned to expect the worst and I think a lot of fans after the hand pass game thought oh this is going to be it put it on the list this is going to be one of those things that you can't make up that derails the Blues from winning yet another cup, but it didn't. It instead became something that they overcame and really kind of put the stamp on the mental fortitude that this team has. But can you just take Randy and I back to that game and that moment and what you were thinking right after that game finished?
1: Yes, there was there was a couple of things I was, I was thinking during that time. Obviously, the San Jose Sharks, with their backs against the wall, played a pretty gutsy game. Uh, and then the Blues, with their... You know, their typical um, resilient fashion scored four straight. Um, You know, when that game was over, and, and I was actually talking to Braden Shen yesterday about it, the raw emotion and passion that these players showed, once it was determined that it was a hand pass, I don't think they saw it right away. Jordan Binnington certainly saw it right away. He's staring right at the puck. But once... It was confirmed by looking at the video, by, by looking at the huge, great Jumbotron in, in, in uh, Enterprise Center, and just how angry they were. And begging the referee, you know, almost like, that doesn't count. Let's go back at this thing. But what I loved was the resolve that they showed and the composure they showed after the game, for sure. Um, and that has to do with their head coach. Um, they handled it like champions. And when I saw a couple of the players leave the rink and I asked them a couple of questions, because we were on Fox Sports Midwest for a, it's just a half hour post game show. We don't get all the answers just yet. And just they were more upset about icing the puck twice after having the lead when David Perron scored in the final minute, final 20 seconds. And they iced it twice. And they they, they gave San Jose a great face-off team an opportunity to tie it, and they did. So I think At the end of it, I think when Craig Berube broke it all down and they came out of that locker room with cohesion and talked about how disappointed they were in losing the game, but yet they didn't embark on a big, you know, mantra about how they got robbed and how the referee was blind, how this was happening, how, you know... It it was great the way they handled it. I've I've not seen a group of guys handle it that way, and I thought at that moment I really felt very confident at that moment getting back on the plane that that the St. Louis Blues were going to be just fine. Their resolve, their composure, their maturity um, was unbelievable, something that we haven't seen very often in pro sports teams at a moment like that.
0: No doubt about it. Panger, you're the best. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great day. My pleasure. Have a great day, guys. Take care.